Hi, it's Dave. In this video, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on Lucid Air and if Lucid Air is a true competitor to Tesla or not. This week, Lucid Air revealed their Lucid Air electric vehicle fully for the first time. And let's go ahead and take a look at some of the highlights of the Lucid Air and I'll share some of my thoughts. The car really has just one line that goes all the way around and that became this key defining feature. At the front of the car, we have this incredible light blade and that's really enabled by our micro lens array. Our drivetrain components are incredibly compact and very power dense. In our case, we push all those components down and away and give all that extra space to the passenger compartment and creates a very unique paradigm where we're larger on the inside and more compact on the outside. As a result, we've been able to create this incredible front trunk or frunk, and we're proud to say it's the biggest frunk ever made. In addition to the upper storage, we also have this second tier of storage down below underneath the bifold cover. And if you combine those two together, plus the frunk, you end up with a cargo capacity that is much greater than a traditional sedan and is more in line with what you would get with an SUV or crossover. The front of the vehicle is meant to be more sporty. Typically, we do that in darker colors. As you work your way to the back of the vehicle, this is meant to be a more relaxing environment. And so those areas are always done in lighter, brighter colors. The Lucis Air design is kind of so-so to me. It's not like completely stunning or amazing in any way. It's kind of like a decent car. I mean, inside it actually looks more luxurious than the outside in my opinion. However, I really like Lucid Motors' focus on engineering. I think it's the right move to do. However, the bigger question is, does Lucid Air pose any threat to Tesla? And I'm going to be sharing more of my thoughts in a bit. We came up with this 5K floating display that is completely curved, optimizing the view and touch for the driver, as well as the view out to the road. In addition, we have a large center console display that is optimally placed for both driver and passenger, and it retracts into the center console and exposes a large storage area up front. We knew the user interface had to have a certain elegance about it. That meant a real focus on color, on tone, and layering to create a certain ambience inside the vehicle that even integrated into the ambient lighting, enhancing the overall beauty of Lucid Air. You get key information and functionality up above. When you swipe down, that opens the full application on the screen below. All right, Lucid Air's user interface right there is kind of complicated to me. You have these multiple screens, you swipe down and then the main content goes on the bottom and the bottom screen is kind of too low in my opinion. It needs to be a lot higher. And I think with adding a lot of complexity, they're doing the wrong move. In my opinion, simplicity rules. Have one screen that does most everything. Sure, you can have some minor screens, but I think Tesla nailed right their software and their user interface with the Model 3 and also with the Model S. Make a big touch screen and make it super simple. In my opinion though, I think Lucid is going a little bit backwards here. Having too many screens and kind of borrowing from concepts from other cars. We do all that in-house. So the battery, motor, transmission, power electronics or inverter, and software. And I'm really delighted that Lucid Air has been independently validated as achieving over 500 miles. Just an EPA estimate. Anyone can go and stuff a huge battery in an electric car and get a huge range. That's done range. And why I'm thrilled that we've got over 500 miles is because we've done it with a significantly smaller battery pack 
we are over 15% more efficient than the nearest competitor. So Lucid Air is achieving over four miles per kilowatt hour. Our pack is designed like Lego bricks, designed for mass production. That keeps the cost down. It means that we can have a higher quality solution, more reliable. We have a pack which can take 300 kilowatts of fast charge over 900 volts. No one else has that. Unbelievably, we have over a thousand horsepower. Our motor systems are complete units. That's electric motor, transmission, differential, and inverter. That is a unit just this size. It weighs 73 kilos and is up to 500 kilowatts. There is nothing else in the marketplace even close to that. All right, here we have the Lucid CEO make some very bold engineering claims. I mean, actually, I'm pretty impressed by what they're doing in terms of the efficiency they're getting and also the range and performance right out of their Lucid Air car. And further, it appears they're doing most of the engineering in-house, and so more respect to them. However, I think it's a little bit too little and a little too late, and let me explain. Tesla, in a sense, has already moved on from the car. And what I mean by this is, for Tesla, the main two things going forward is namely number one, cost, and number two, autonomous software. These are the priorities. And designing a nice looking car and designing you know, for performance and ranges is good, but it doesn't really matter if it's too expensive and if it doesn't have autonomous driving software, which is top notch. And so for Tesla going forward, it's all about driving the cost down. And sure, Tesla will increase their performance and increase their range over time. But as Tesla decreases the price, ruthlessly of their cars, that's going to incrementally and exponentially increase the demand for their cars. And that's the mission and the focus of Tesla. In a lot of ways, designing a nice looking car is so 2010s. Tesla has already moved past that. And one of the ways Tesla is reducing costs is by designing the factory, which is in a sense far more important than designing the car in terms of cost reduction. And Tesla is pushing the envelope, not just in terms of reducing the cost of building a factory, but every single machine and every single part that's built. Tesla is reinventing and redesigning the whole entire production process. And in terms of that angle, Lucid Air is probably over a decade behind. Not only can we charge the car from your house, the car can also supply power to your house. This will enable you to use the car as a battery system. In case you have a power outage at your house, your car will keep the lights on. Because every Lucid Air has this bi-directionality built in, we can use one Lucid Air to charge up a second Lucid Air. We are reusing our battery module technology and the power electronics technology to make super efficient home battery systems. On top of our home battery systems, we are developing product lines that can be used in businesses as a backup battery storage or on a utility scale. Hey, that looks a lot like Tesla Energy. You have Powerwall and Powerpack. I mean, what else are they gonna copy from Tesla? And again, it's easy to come up with, you know, a simple design and a simple product, but it's much more difficult to drive down costs with mass production and continuous innovation. The other thing is the whole bi-directional charging. I think Tesla's gonna announce bi-directional charging or vehicle to grid charging at battery day just in a couple of weeks. And I would love to see Tesla actually announce this feature of Tesla to Tesla charging. I mean, that would be awesome. We start next spring in 2021 with the exquisite limited edition dream edition and that will be available at $169,000 US. You can reserve immediately for $1,000. We have one more glimpse of the future that I would like to share with you. So I'd like to introduce Project 
gravity. All right, there you have Lucid Motors teasing their new SUV they're working on. And it's completely possible, you know, Lucid Motors could be having a whole line of vehicles they're working on into the future. However, one of the big challenges Lucid Air faces is cash burn. Think about it, their company is about 1,400 people. And let's say each person roughly runs at $200,000 cost in terms of salary and payroll, and you have other associated costs. That would be about $300 million in expenses per year. Now you could say, oh, maybe they're paying their people less, but then they still have other costs, right? Vehicle development is not cheap. So anyways, let's say conservatively $300 million a year of expenses. Now that's not including the cash they need to build out their factory and marketing other expenses. And so when will they be able to cover that, those operating expenses? That's a big question. Now let's say Lucid Air sells about 5,000 vehicles a year. And I personally think that that's gonna be a big challenge. Think about it, their first product, Lucid Air Dream, is $169,000. I mean, how many people really are gonna buy that, especially when you can get a much cheaper Model S performance? And not just that, they're so-called cheaper versions of the Lucid Air, right? It goes down to maybe under $100,000, but their range drops to about 400, and the performance probably drops as well. And so when you compare it with the Model S, I'm not seeing a ton of people being too excited about that. So let's give Lucid Air like the benefit of the doubt, and they sell 5,000 vehicles in a year in 2022, which I highly doubt. But anyways, if they make a $20,000, let's say gross profit per vehicle, that's about $100 million in profit off of 5,000 vehicles. $100 million, that's not gonna cover their $300 million in operating expenses. And then they have all these other expenses as well. And so we're talking about cash burn, probably in the several hundreds of millions of dollars per year, even after Lucid Air goes into production. So where's all this money gonna come from? Well, they're gonna have to continue to raise money. Either they're gonna have to do funding rounds, they have to do IPO, they're gonna have to possibly even sell their company. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Lucid Motors. Overall, I think Lucid Motors has an uphill battle ahead. And largely it's because of the Model 3 and Model Y. Now you might be saying, wait a minute, isn't Lucid Air's competitor the Model S? And I would say actually not completely. You see, when the Model S first debuted, there was no Model 3 or Model Y around. If there was a Model 3, let's say at you know under $40,000, the Model S would have an extremely difficult time getting off the ground. What the Model 3 and now the Model Y does, it actually cannibalizes sales and demand for the Model S and X. So in the same way, Model 3 and Model Y actually cannibalize sales for the Lucid Air as well. So while Lucid Air might have been able to sell, let's say 5,000 vehicles a year back in 2012 and 2013, if they had their technology ready, competing against the Model S, now it's a completely different story. It's a much more competitive landscape and I can get an EV that has over 300 miles this awesome performing sports vehicle for under $50,000. It's a complete different landscape and I'm afraid that Lucid Air is probably about seven or eight years too late. And the other thing is the Tesla factor. See, Tesla is just innovating too fast. They're just moving ruthlessly. They're like a marathon runner that's just running so fast, faster than all the other marathon runners. How are you gonna catch a company whose speed of innovation is just so much quicker than anyone else in the field? And when you look at it through those lenses, it seems like the best option for Lucid Air is probably to get sold out, right? To be bought out by an existing OEM or another company, or is to try to become maybe a licensee of technology, but even that is gonna be a scratch. Anyways, I wanna hear what you guys think. Is Lucid Air the real thing? Is it really a competitor to the Model S? And does Lucid Motors have any chance? Please go ahead and share your thoughts in the comment section. If this video has been helpful, like and subscribe to this channel. We're looking at investment topics from different angles. We're trying to get beneath the surface of things, asking additional questions, probing, and really spending time thinking about some deeper issues. All right, I'm on Twitter at HeyDave7. We'll see you in my next video. Thanks.